you guys can hear me, uh, let me know if the sound is all right as we get this live stream going. I was going to prepare a live stream today about finance, right? And I'm going to still do it. I'm going to do it later today. I, I had my sweet ride in the back of my truck. The trike was just ready to rock and roll. Um, got her all polished up and ready for a cruise. And we're going to talk about finance and the banking sector and what's going on, the newest stuff. But something came over me today when I saw a headline. And I need to talk about cycles and how detrimental the understanding and knowledge of cycles, everything from finance to weather to emotional cycles, human being emotional cycles, how important it is to literally your livelihood. And the reason why is because there are some very, very hard times coming ahead. And those hard times are going to define who you are what type of man or woman you are. End of story. It will either thrust you into greatness and or back up things that you knew about yourself all along, how you deal with hard times, or it will make you run like a coward and hide. What's really sad is that this is spelled out very clearly in the Bible. There is nothing new under the sun. I think, I think that was Solomon that wrote that. And I brought that tricycle out today to do this. I've got a lot of news. I mean, I've got tons of news, especially, you know, what our president's up to now. Well, no, sorry, not my president. Um, but, uh, you, know, you know, Biden to push new banking rules after Silicon Valley Bank collapse. Great. Because that's what we need, right? Well, something is going on in California. And first, you, you have to acknowledge the fact that California is one of the largest economies on earth. I want to say it's the eighth largest, but you guys can correct me down in the comments below. I don't have that in front of me. It is one of the largest economies on earth. It is larger, just the economy of California is larger than most countries. Literally, it's insane. Well, I'm going to talk about something that's going on in weather, something that will just maybe possibly blow your mind. And if it does, please hit the thumbs up button because you got to get this information out. And what I'm talking about is something very simple, very easy to understand once you get the concept of cycles. You see, a lot of people understand the cycles of time. Every day, the uh, the earth goes around uh, or the moon, what goes around the earth, the earth goes around the sun, you know, and there's these different cycles. Those are time cycles, right? Well, in those time cycles, we also see cycles of weather, right? Now, we are at the most extreme stupidity you can find in the mainstream media when it comes to climate change and climate deniers. Oh, I'll probably, you know, and, and it's what's crazy is you have to overcome these kind of videos when you say things like that with the thumbs up button because the, uh, the powers of be want to take these videos because they're listening to them, right? The AI watches it and they want to put it down a rabbit hole that nobody gets to. That is the truth. That's why a lot of people like myself have to use clickbait to try and get real information out. And all the idiots that go, oh, it's just clickbait. I'm like, oh, you're an idiot. Just go. You don't know what's happening. You don't understand what's going on behind the scenes. And there are very, very hard times coming. And I want to talk about this whole climate crap. And the reason why is because I remember, and I couldn't find it on a quick search, but there were some Russian scientists that discovered and, and declared, and this was about, I want to say in 2015, 2016, that we were about to enter a deep freeze cycle, a 400 years freezing cycle. And how that's defined is that overall temperatures, uh, average temperatures drop around 14 degrees around the world, right? This is how polar ice caps are formed, things like that. 
And if you if you don't understand that or don't believe it, I guess you know Al Gore's got a great you know uh, sunny beach island to sell you in uh, Greenland because they said what like 25 years ago by now all that stuff was going to be gone. Yeah, and it's not. It it it, it literally is not. And what we're experiencing here in California is very important. And the reason why I bring up the uh, the size and scope of California's economy is very important because I'm looking around right now. You guys know that I'm a professional firefighter. I've been a firefighter for, I don't know, 23 years. And first off, thanks to the 226 people that hit the thumbs up, the grass is getting taller. Now, a lot of years, you know, it's funny. Every year I go through a fire season in California. We're all over the state. Um, my last big fire that I was I was a safety officer on was um, one in Yosemite. And it took out half of Yosemite. Matt, it was huge. I don't even remember the, the amount of acres. I want to say it hit like 1.2 million acres. Anyway, a safety officer on that fire, right? As it got downgraded into a type three team. And, and it's funny because every year it's going to be the worst fire season ever. And what we notice is that fire seasons pretty much in California, they stay pretty much the same. There's not like just massive blowouts, right? By and large, the acreage burnt stays about the same. It just depends on if it hits cities. Now, what is the key factor in a collapse of an economy? It's usually the smallest thing. The smallest little uh, you know, asset class pops off and then it pops off a bigger one, a bigger one, a bigger one, right? We've just recently seen that with the banking cycle. Well, it's the same thing with a fire. What starts a major fire that burns down, you know, a city? It's actually the grass. The grass is the easiest to ignite. It is the hottest burning, the fastest consuming part. Hey, Ninja, turn off your cell phone. I better do this real quick. No, I can't do it. Someone's trying to call me. Um, sorry about that. So it's the fastest to consume, right? And then what happens is it, the burn, the fire burns through. And I've got some news articles I'm going to share with you. I'm just trying to get some, some people going on this live stream, guys. So thanks to the 300 people, 307 people that hit the thumbs up now. Um, the fire consumes fast through the grass. Then it catches the brush. And those are called ladder fuels. And those are a little bit taller than grass, right? And then what happens is it gets up into the canopy, into the trees. That, that tall brush burns even hotter and it just gets more magnified and it, the flames get taller and then it catches the canopy of the trees going. And that's called a timber fire. Or a, um, anyway, my point being is that fire starts, the big fires start with the smallest thing. Well, California has not had a ton of grass lately. So our fires are the way they start are a little bit different. We don't have a lot of roadside starts with chains, you know, dragging on the ground. I've been on those fires are 120 fires, literally stretched across 25 miles have started. That was, that was, those are fun fires because the grass was ignitable. It was tall. It was thick. You know, we've had in California, all this because of the drought, we've had this sparse stuff. Now I'm trusting, I'm getting into some stories that are probably going to blow your mind. And, and cycles that are, that people just don't understand. They're going to affect our economy so big. Well, now we have a snowpack that has literally entombed hundreds of people. And they're they're out now. I think 14, I want to say 12 or 14 people perished in this event where we have like snowpack like 50, 60 feet tall. We have, you can't even go skiing in a lot of resorts in California because the snow is above the ski lifts. Can to even think about that. Now let's go back to climate change because you know the government wants to attack you and hurt you if you come out and say climate change is crap. We're at the end of a heating cycle, warming cycle. We're going to go into a freezing cycle. And at the end of every cycle, whether it be real estate, it's booming. There's tons of building. No, it's not. It's crashing. Uh, oh, the stock market. It's massive. You can't lose. Thank you, Nicholas, for the super chat. Um, 
you can't lose. Now it's crashing, right? We saw the crashing of the stock market in 2000 uh, from the dot-com bust, right? We saw the real estate uh, collapse happen in 2008 because of, oh, what's it called? The uh, mortgage-backed securities, right? And all the single-family homes are built. Now you have what's called, now this is literally the everything bubble. And it's going to, the, the weather is about to affect it. And people don't need, they need to understand this, all right? And, and I'm going to be honest with you, this video is probably going to piss a bunch of people off because it's going to change your paradigm. This is one thing I want to share with you and teach you right now. Before you speak anything out loud, if you think everything I'm saying is complete crap or something I'm saying is complete crap, stop saying anything right now and say, God, and I'm not even joking. If you don't believe in God, you should try this. Is, is any of this true? If it is, I just want to know the truth. Regardless of who's telling it to me, I just want to know the truth because you'll never be successful in this life without knowing and being able to identify the truth in any matter. Okay. So try that. It's going to change your life. I'm not joking. So you've got literally snowpack that's massive. We're about to witness floods in California like we haven't seen in a long time. Most of California, a lot of California is out of drought. And I'm excited about that. I think those levels may change this summer. But as of right now, a lot of these places are out of uh, drought. But we're going to have devastating, devastating floods that are going to impact the insurance industry in California like we haven't seen in a long time. And we are also going to see fires after those floods this fall, late this fall. You watch October. Watch October and you'll be like, holy cow, the ninja said it. You are going to see fires that are record breakers because of the weather change, right? Because we're going through these extreme shifts in weather. So it's also going to cause extreme shifts in emotion and the financial fallout will cause extreme shifts in finance. We're already seeing our banks collapsing and it's a slow rolling train wreck. Thank you, Court JB, for the super chat. All right, check this out, guys. All right. Here we go. California Phantom Lake returns with a vengeance, unearthing a ugly history of water. Now, I'm telling you, have you ever noticed around a volcano? Yeah, this is amazing. You go pit, find a photo of a volcanic eruption and you'll see villages right up to the base, right? They, 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 they build the cities and the villages right up to the base and they stop at a certain point because the soil, there's no actual soil in it, right? It's just volcanic rocks. There's nothing to, to grade, nothing to build roads on. You know, sure, it's tight and tough. But you need soil, right? You can't grow anything on it. It's not pretty. So you see all these cities build right up to the base of the volcano. And then the volcano blows up and all these cities, oh my gosh, help me. And run. you're running. And they're like, oh, help me. Oh, my house is on fire. You're like, yeah, you idiot. You built on the bottom of a volcano. Well, you know why they built on the bottom of a volcano? Because some scientists told them it's okay. It's dormant. There's nothing wrong with it. <laughs> oh, wait. Nope, nope. That was wrong. But don't worry. He's already transferred. He's delivering pizzas with Domino's. It's okay. Um, he's, he's not in charge anymore. But we we believe the pros, right? Like you know, what happened with COVID? <laughs> I didn't believe him. Put down in the comment section if you believe them or not during COVID. Point being is that uh, civilizations build up to these hazardous areas and then they get destroyed. Why? Because they forgot. Oh, that was volcano at one point. Destroyed people, killed people, bad, but now good. No, it's still there. Still a volcano. I don't care if you think it's uh, extinct. There's a day it actually talks about in the Bible. They're going to start popping off like you wouldn't believe. And only the fools that built up to them or built their home on shaky ground 
are going to get destroyed. Well, that's why we need to understand cycles and why they're so important. Now, check this out. This, this is amazing. This is super cool. You know, you want to talk about clickbait titles a while ago? It was do a video on Lake Mead. Lake Mead water levels. Everybody wants to see Lake Mead water levels. Well, guess what now? It's filled back up. It's we're we're gonna we're gonna I'll bet you Lake Mead. I wouldn't be surprised if Lake Mead later this year starts over the spillway. I'm just telling you, you're you're gonna well, there's not a spillway there. I don't think there is, but you know what I mean. It's gonna fill up, right? Okay. California Phantom Lake returns with a vengeance, unearthing a ugly history of water. It says a mailbox stands in the floodwaters that have inundated farms near the community of Stratford, California. Now, this was just the other day, right? You see a mailbox, we're underwater. All right, it's going to be much bigger than that. It says right here, a winter of epic snow and rain, remember the snow, this is the key, brought California's phantom lake back to life and threatened towns and farms in the process. Once the largest freshwater lake west of the Mississippi, Tulare Lake, was largely drained in the 19th and the early 20th centuries as the rivers that fed it were dammed and diverted for agriculture. A lot of this has to do with, uh, if you haven't read a book called Cadillac Desert, it's Cadillac Desert, it's about the uh, how Los Angeles stole, raped, raped a bunch of water from nearby areas up in the mountains. This isn't necessarily Tiller Lake, but it's a very interesting uh, read because of the social, the governmental and um, the political issues regarding when uh, governments go in and steal water from other jurisdictions, right? Or they, they buy the water rights. But check this out. So the, all that was dammed up, right? You have to remember that lake was there, the largest freshwater lake this side of the Mississippi for a reason, because it had drainage, all right? Now we, we saw Lake Oroville get destroyed a few years back and that was pretty impressive to watch. Um, let's see what happens because there's been a history in California of lakes and, and dikes giving way because floodwaters start to eat and erode around these, these aging, uh, this aging infrastructure. And I think you're gonna see that coming up soon. But this is going to be interesting here. It says here, this month, as powerful storms and rivers that dwindled during the drought are swollen with rain with runoff from heavy rains and snow and are flowing from the Sierra Nevada. Oh, screwed up my phone. Uh, Sierra Nevada into, into the valley, spilling from canals and broken levees into fields. Here is a history of Tulare Lake from the pages of the Times. Now it says the approximate boundaries of the Tulare Lake in 1878 the last time it was full, here's a photo of it. You can see how massive it is. As a matter of fact, I drive by this area all the time, this Kettleman City when I'm on my way to Fresno, right? It is absolutely massive. It literally almost touches I-5 and the 99. If you've ever been in this area, let me know in the comments. It is absolutely massive. Now in that, there are towns, Corcoran, Alpaw, Allensworth, uh, near a town I used to live in, Lemoore. There is a lot of farming, a ton of farming. We're talking, if this fills, which I actually believe it's going to, you were talking, remember, California produces a massive, massive amount of produce for not only our nation, but the world, all right? This is one of the heartbeats. This is the artery of that entire industry. So not only are you talking in people's homes that could be lost, but so much more, all right? Start thinking economic fallout, things things like that, right? Um, it just, this stuff blows my mind. Now, it says here, 
This is not the first time Tulare Lake has reemerged. It's also happened in 1997 when we had epic rains in California. We had so much flooding in my hometown back then. It was insane. But officials say it was 1983 when the lake last reached a high point amid heavy rain and snow runoff that submerged about 82,000 acres. It says every 15 years or so in the wake of record winter storm or heavy spring snowmelt, the dams and ditches cannot contain the rivers. When that happens, the great inland sea, at least a hint of it anyway, uh, rouses from its slumber. All right. Now, I want to throw out some things, and I've got some more news, too. I want to talk about a worm that literally came back to life after being frozen for 24,000 years. Like, this stuff is insane, right? And and the, the threat of a new disease that's coming out. Now, this is very important stuff I want you to realize. And to the 1,771 people, welcome that are on. To the 600 people that hit the thumbs up, I thank you extremely. Because... These are these are basic fundamentals of learning and understanding of human society, of society, how cycles work, how it's going to affect your dollars, how it's going to affect. This is not just a, teaching you about economics. I'm trying to teach you about life because, you know, I want to do a video just on friends and the cycle of friends and how a lot of people have ended their lives because of friendships that went awry. And if you just simply knew how life worked and the cycle of friends, you would have hope, right? And that's what I'm trying to bring you. That I understand all this, and then you go, okay, now I know what to do next. Now I know how to get prepared. So I'm not worried, I'm not stressed. As a matter of fact, I'm becoming wealthy from it, and I'm helping other people, right? It's so easy to go, hey, you might not want to build next to that volcano. Shut up, the land's cheap. There's a reason for that. I don't care. And then, yeah, it's gone. And what do you mean the insurance is not covering it? Think about that. Think about that. But we're gonna we're gonna experience this. You're gonna see this this year in California. See, right now I'm filming, and you can probably tell it's all steamy in here. But it, it's raining. The rain has not let up. Praise God. Honestly, I'm gonna say that. Thank you, Lord, for bringing the rain. Amen. We need it for our crops. We need it for all this stuff, right? But people need to understand that right now we are in a spot in a moment where we are gonna see the aftermath of that. All right. Yeah, I've talked about the story of Noah before where, you know, he was out warning people while he's building that boat and they're all mocking him and laughing at him. And he, and they hadn't even seen rain yet. They hadn't seen a cloud. But then when the clouds came, Noah knew to bring his family. And as a matter of fact, it was based on his father's death, which means his father, which was uh, Methuselah was his name, I believe. And it means his death shall bring. So he knew the prophecy and got into the boat. It wasn't even probably raining then they just knew to get in the boat and they were probably getting mocked from outside they're all sitting in a boat and that's what you're getting mocked for right now you're getting mocked by your family and friends put it down in the comments below if you know what i'm talking about you're getting mocked because you're out there buying precious metals you're paying off debt you're setting cash aside you're trying to warn everybody like hey this is going down even though it's in the news now you see the banking collapse but they haven't experienced the flood right they haven't experienced that that pressure and our currency, literally the petrodollar is losing value rapidly because other countries don't need it anymore. Bad things are happening, right? But you're preparing and nobody sees it. And I'm I'm going to I'm explaining something that's going to happen here in the future. In the next year or two, you're going to experience these floods and you're going to see it. And even if you're not in California, it's going to affect you because our food supply, our food chain is going to have a break or weakness, right? And um and you're going to go, oh, gosh, I heard of this on the Ninja a while ago. This is how easy it is to predict things that come in the future. You know, the whole saying, someone always laughs and mocks someone. Hey, a broken clock's always right twice. Yeah, you moron. Everybody knows that. But are you going to do something ahead of time before it breaks, before it's right? 
Before the wad clock is right, you're going to do something about it. They're the ones that always lose everything they have. I'm not interested in losing what I have. I'm in interested in getting wealthy and I want you to become wealthy. Why? Because I'm only attracting the good people. That's why there's barely any editing on this channel. I really don't care what I look like in front of you guys. Um, I just, it's me. Normal people are what is going to uh, come out victorious on this other side. Meek personalities, meek mindsets, humble people that, that are also brave and courageous, not weak. You know, God hates a coward. That just, you know, I think they're the ones that get thrown into the lake of fire last. Or there's something in the Bible that talks about that, but God hates cowards. All right. Again, I'm not here to preach to you, but I, I want to show you things that are just going to blow your mind. When this, you know, we're still getting rain. The, the, the saturation level in my backyard, I have a pond in my backyard that has not gone away for like, like, I don't know, six weeks. And I really want to build a retaining wall, but I can't if there's literally a pond. The, the groundwater, if there's a hole in the, my backyard, it's like two feet deep. I dug up my tractor and it's just full. Like even when it hasn't rained for a week, it's still there because all the groundwater, it, the, the ground is so saturated, right? So now we have solid runoff. So you still have rain going. We still have rain possibilities in April. And then you've got this snow melt. So it's going to be constant, constant. These river systems that have not been used to um, you know, stress are about to be stressed. All right. Okay. So let's do this. Now, this is, this is the craziest thing. And I'm going to talk about this real quick, and then I'm going to get into this virus. All right. So if you guys could do me a favor, we get to a thousand thumbs up while we're doing this. I'd really appreciate it. Tiny worm comes back to life after 24,000 years in Siberian deep freeze. Now, since we're at the end of this deep, uh, this um, global warming, right? It's not global warming. That's a stupid term. Uh, it's a warming cycle, warming trend, right? So we've seen extreme temperatures for, for decades and decades, right? That's what happens at the end of a cycle. It's called a blow off top. So in weather, it's extreme to the highs. Now we're about to start going into a deep freeze. Well, with that, we've been seeing all of these um, places that were under ice forever that are not, right? We also see other places that are building up ice, all right? Okay, so it's just trading around. So all the scientists that went to school and had, you know, read the textbooks at the powerful elite said, oh, don't read that, don't read that, just read this. You, you could do whatever you want and just push the stuff that we invested in. That's how it works. Literally, like, hey, we invest in this new stuff. It's called wind. Buy it. Now it's crap. Uh, buy hydrogen. Now it's crap. You know, it's that's what they do. So they get the scientists to do the work for you, uh, for them, actually, to make the money, right? All right. So Russian scientists found a tiny ancient animal called a bilioid rofitifer um, <laughs> in the soil, in soil taken from the river Alanzia in Russia's region of Yakutia in the far north. Here's a picture of him. Look at this little, little, look at this little fellow. Come on now. Oh, I, I don't got it all zoomed in. Hold on. Where are you at? Oh gosh. This is, don't you know this is live? Okay. Well, there he is right there. Look at him. Look at him all cute and cuddly. Tiny little worm, right? Frozen for 24,000 years. And he just woke up and he goes, I'm back. It's like Walt Disney. A microscopic organism has wiggled back to life and reproduced asexually. Oh, great. We're going to have all those LGBTQQTABYSD people. They're all, see? Yeah. Anyway, after lying frozen in the vast permafrost lands of northeastern Siberia for 24,000 years. Now, just so you know, I don't believe it's been around for 24,000 years. Why? Because I don't think the Earth is that old. Or millions. I don't even remember. How, old, how long do you think the Earth's been around? I tend to believe the Bible. My point being is that I don't believe half that scientist crap, you know, carbon dating and all this stuff. This is millions of years old. 
Yeah. And also, just so you guys know where the ninja stands, the earth didn't show up from a little speck deciding to go, I'm going to wake up and make a big bang. I believe Jesus Christ was sent here by God, the one who created this earth, created the sun, created the moon, created the stars. Just so you guys know where I stand, okay? Because we need people to stand up for what they believe in. We've got a bunch of idiots standing up for what they believe in. It's total weird stuff. And, and, Jizo, and there's so many more normal people. Are you a normal person? Do you believe all the crap that you're being told on TV? Do you believe all the crap that you were taught in school? Honestly, just tell me that. I mean, look at all the crap they're putting in libraries right now. Just garbage, junk, trash. Why? To destroy your children's minds. They can destroy, once you're gone, the normal people, all the, all the tools got raised in this. We got to stop this now. But the point being is, regardless how old this thing is, it came back to life, right? which means we're seeing a cycle. This is very interesting. Now check this out. Because of this, this is out of the Washington Post. Look, it's a real place. I I'm not just making this up. Zombie viruses. Think about where this is going. Feel free to put whatever you want in the comment section. It's a free, free country. Zombie, <laughs> I guess unless uh, the tubes take me down. So hit me, hit me a thumbs up so that doesn't happen. Look, we couldn't even get to a thousand thumbs up. Interesting. The zombie viruses are thawing in melting permafrost because of climate change. Now, let me just throw this out there too. I'm sure because I'm talking about this, there's gonna be a bunch of bots and a bunch of idiots that, um, and when I say idiots, I just mean to insult you. And when I mean you, I mean the people that are gonna type in comments like, you're a climate denier. Yeah, I'm, I'm denying these stupid allegations. I totally am. I, I'm, none of this makes sense. Um, you know, and they're they're gonna try and attack, right? But I'm going to be honest with you. Truth's going to prevail. Truth is going to prevail. So we got zombie viruses now. They're, they're thawing and melting permafrost because of climate change. Okay, so your narrative's already being set, just so you know. So because of climate change, uh, we're going to push another uh, thing on you and, and take this uh, shot in your arm. Everything's going to be fine. You can't sue us, but it's going to be fine. Okay, that's sarcasm. I'm not... Ah. Uh, dude, this world is wild. But we can take it back if we have enough of us. And right now, thank you. There's 1,038 people that are willing to take out, take back our country and take back our world because they actually do hit the thumbs up because they understand this is truth. Woo! Ancient viruses are locked in Russia's permafrost. Well, isn't that weird? Because I told you guys Russia's the boogeyman too, right? So it's Russia's Russia. It's always going to be them. Um, I'm surprised they haven't sent over any weather balloons to check us out. We may soon get a peak. It says right here, now again, this is the Washington Post. So, you know, this is like one of the, the best ways to, to push uh, lies. The thawing of permafrost due to climate change may expose the vast store of ancient viruses, according to a team of European researchers who say they have found 13 previously unknown pathogens that have been trapped in the previously frozen ground of Russia's vast Siberian region. Oh, we just admitted it that the last one came out of China, so at least we're ahead of the bank game. Hey, it's Russia this time. <laughs> remember that? You guys remember when you couldn't say it came out of China? It was a bad thing, but now we want to go to war with them. So, hey, it came from China. Man, I can't stand our politicians. Can you? I am literally, it is like dumb and dumber. You know, <laughs> like it's, Jim Carrey should run for office. The scientists found one virus that they estimated have been stranded under a lake more than 48,500 years ago. Are you sure? I thought it was 48,501. Whatever, just semantics. They said, highlighting a potential new danger from a warming planet. Even though 
of Lake Tahoe is literally under snow right now. It's a warming planet. Don't talk about California. What they called zombie viruses. That's a tricky word. I should try that as clickbait. Zombie viruses. I'm going to go change this afterwards, guys. I'm changing the title. Let's see what happens. The same team of French, Russian, and German researchers previously isolated ancient viruses from the permafrost and published their findings in 2015. Oh, yeah, that's right. Because this is about when the time I was reading about the deep freeze cycle. Hmm. That's interesting. So here you got Russian scientists figuring out, hey, we're moving into a deep freeze 400 year cycle. And then that was around 2015. But at the same time, these guys are out there going, oh, there's zombie viruses. Look, we published it. I wonder if we could find the original link with the date. This concentration of fresh viruses suggests that such, such pathogens are probably more common in the tundra than previous believed. They suggested in a study. Hey, good news. A lot of people were out there wearing masks and now they're super compromised because their immune system's compromised because it's not taking in and battling common colds and things like that. Interesting, huh? All right. So let's see this. Now, here's a great quote. Every time we look, we will find a virus, said John Miguel Chalavaria, a co-author in the study of emeritus professor. Man, you guys, you guys, you're college people and you're big words. Man, you just love them things. It's done a deal. We know that every time we're going to look for viruses, infections, viruses, and permafrost, we're going to find some. Well, no, duh, John. John. <laughs> every time I turn on the light, it's going to turn on. I need to start a book of quotes of the ninja. That one would be brilliant. Every time you turn on the light, it will turn on. Until it doesn't. Although the ones they studied were infectious only to amoebas, the researchers said there was a risk that other viruses trapped in the permafrost for millennia could spread to humans and other animals. Of course it can, because it'll be in the news next week. We can't get this darn economy to finally collapse and not be our fault. So let's let's just push out another virus. Let me know in the comment section if you agree with this. Do you see, see the war drums are beating, right? They, they want to take you to war. They want to destroy your finance. They want to rule over you. The, the greatest thing was if they start wearing long furry coats and crowns and start living in castles again. Wait a minute. Nancy Pelosi's got a wall. Hmm, just saying. Anyway, point being is that they want to return to serfdom. They want you to be slaves. Like, I'm not joking, literal slaves. And the great thing about a slave is, and I'm going to get nailed on this one, so clip the whole thing. Think about it. In the Bible... When Moses was trying to liberate the Jewish people, they get all angry with him. He's going to Pharaoh and he's doing all these negotiations like my stick can beat up your stick and all that kind of stuff, right? I'm paraphrasing, but legitimately, like the man of God was there, like going to Pharaoh and say, let my people go. God's saying that, let my people go. And he's showing, you know, miracle after miracle and stuff. And pretty much is like Moses was saying, hey, uh, you know, God Almighty is literally about to whoop your butt. And you may want to listen to this. The Jewish people got together and they got all their leaders, right? They got the head cowards. And they go, do something about Moses. Why? Because Pharaoh is getting ticked off like Moses. Like, I'm not going to let these guys go. And I'm going, I'm getting ticked. So I do things like, oh, hey, you know, because your boy Moses, um, I'm uh, going to take away the amount of straw that you're allowed to use to make bricks to build our awesome structures, right? So like the Jews go, dude, we had three hots in a cot. 
you know, like prisoners, right? We're having fun. We're, we're sitting there. We get to play in the mud all day uh, in the scorching heat. We don't get any choices and stuff. But I mean, we could choose like, you know, certain things we get, you know, hit with sticks and, and, and whips if we're not working hard enough. And you're really screwing things up because now we're getting whipped even more because we can't build the bricks the right way because the straw is missing. They took the straw away, Moses. Can you lay off? So the head cowards, think about it. They're like, oh, I'm, I'm better than you at being a coward, so I'll, I'll just be in charge. So they go literally to Moses and they're like, dude, just knock it off. And Moses like, are you, are you guys lost? You're slaves. And that's what's happening right now, literally. And I'm going to be honest with you. I would be remiss if I didn't share with you not only my faith in Jesus Christ, because that is what people need right now. People need a shot in the arm, not of some crap that you can't sue if it kills you or hurts you or maims you or does something to you. You need a shot in the arm of courage. We need people to wake up. And the thing is, when I said earlier, I'm like, you know, the great thing about slavery is these people that are running the world in shadows, literally in shadows, you know, controlling their talking heads, like the people on, you know, CNN, like, I'm a talking head, but I get a great paycheck. And then if I do something out of line, I get fired or threatened or, you know, off and thrown into Lake Mead. They won't find me. That lake won't ever drop. Point being is this. You, they, the world is set up to where they want to go back to serfdom. They want to literally make slaves out of you and get you into a point just like the Jews where they're like literally arguing with the one guy that wants to save them. And like, dude, seriously, like, can you stop? I want them to put more straw in this stuff. Uh, and this is how it would be today. Uh, guys, can Ninja, can you stop? Um, I want them to just give me an extra dollar an hour. Inflation's rough. Yeah, you need like an extra 40 bucks an hour to, to deal with inflation. No, oh, just a dollar, just a dollar. Uh, can you lower my interest rate so I can just buy that car that I can't afford? Like freaking slaves. In the Bible says this uh, lender, uh, the, the, the borrower, is, borrower is slave to the lender. I want you out of debt. I want to get out of debt. Now, I'm, I'm, t- I'm telling you right now, I'm going to confess this to you guys. And if <clears throat> You know, the hardest thing for me to pay off was my home. That was the hardest thing for me to pay off. And the reason why is because it was a fixed rate, low fixed rate, right? And my wife came to me and I've told you that story before. I got to say it again. She goes, you know, we've got enough money to pay it off in one whack, one check. She goes, we need to pay this house off because you need to be true to everybody you're, you're telling to get out of debt. And I go, yeah, but at any point I could pay it off. And we came to a, uh, a, a decision to pay off our house by me just us working hard together as a team, going out, earning more money, uh, starting businesses, doing that kind of stuff. And we were cranking down the house. We should have it paid off in a couple of months, a few months. Because I still want my emergency money, right? At any point, something happens, I can boom, pull it and just, and pay it off. But, but we're, we chose the harder way to pay it off, right? But also we chose because, man, I'm like, oh gosh, but it's so low and I can use that money to do this and that. And she goes, it, it doesn't matter. Be true, right? And that's okay. We wrap this up in the proper enti- legal entities and then we start this business, this business. And I want to start loaning money. I want to be a lender to the nation. My calling, like your calling, if you choose to accept it, is not to be a borrower. It's to be a lender. And then you will be a good lender. You see, the problem is evil people are the lenders right now. They are the ones with evil thoughts. They, They want to lend, hoping to come and take your property back. I know it sounds crazy, but it really is the plan. And it happens every seven to 10 years through recession. And you don't see it. Uh, maybe you've seen it in 2008 when your home got lost and all the payments, it didn't matter. 
just didn't matter. They come and took your house. Matter of fact, they usually had to pay you unless, unless they conned you to walk away and abandon it. They had to pay you to leave and sign a document that says that you're relinquishing rights to your property. It's a plan. And the thing is, is that I, I want to reach everybody. I don't know if I can. I hope I can. And that's not even God's will. God's will is that we reach everybody. But just because it's God's will doesn't mean it's going to happen. It's your will. You are blessed with free will. You have a blessing inside of you of being able to make your choices. And the thing is, is we see empires build and we see empires fall and we see empires go through great extremes. And usually at the end, they turn their citizens into slaves. We've seen this in South American countries, in European countries throughout history, in, in Eastern countries. Now we're getting close in, in the Western country. That's scary. Well, how do you combat it? You get out of debt. You break it out free of their system. You know, there's uh, money gurus out there that have one thing right and then a lot of things wrong. But the one thing right they talk about is getting out of debt. That's the truth in the big lie. And you need to focus on that, getting out of debt. Because what happens is you're spiritually broken. You break free from the, the lenders. And then I want you to become lenders. That's what we're called to be, is lenders. To, to be us, you know, the people talk about the church. Yeah, the church is you you believe in Jesus Christ. It's not a building. You are to feed the nations. That's my dream is to feed a nation. And I believe I'm going to do it. And, but here's the thing, it takes money to do it. End of story. Money's a tool. And so that's what I'm shooting for, but I have to show it in everyday circumstances and everyday life. You know, right now there's so many people that are there's you, you may be listening to this right now, I, I, you know what? I know I'm listening. I'm speaking to a handful of people right now that you've been thinking about going out and gaining influence, starting a channel, starting a Facebook page, starting in something in, in social media and start to flood social media with positive things and that things that you could help other people with advice, knowledge, information, things like that. You're on the edge. I'm telling you what, if you're feeling that you're called to do it, go do it because we need more and more courageous people. You know, I can't go and save everyone at my fire station. I am I am held to the confines of the leaders above me and their policies and what they want to do. If there's a fire, and I've seen it before, burning right outside our town, and the other town's calling us, please help, please help. And my chief goes, no, we're not going to send anybody. And then literally that day, we just sit there. Even though we had an extra engine, there's nothing I could do about that. That has affected me and, and disturbed me for two decades. But what I can do is try and help other people wake up and become truly courageous leaders. And that is what I want to do. That is how I intend to change the world. So the question is, what are you doing right now to change the world? I believe right now there are people in this, and put it in the comment section if it's you, being convicted right now. You've been sitting on the sidelines. And I wish I would have done this 10 years ago. And not only would I be more successful, I would be more successful actually because I would have been able to reach more people, right? Um, but I had to start somewhere. And every one of you that are being convicted right now, do it today. This is crazy. This is, world is getting crazy. And, and I think it's, it's time for a change. Guys, I hope you have a great day. I believe in America and this world because I believe in you. The people that come here, show up, want to learn new things, support me, but also that go out and do something to make a difference. Stop warning your friends and family, start warning the world, and you will get a huge return for your investment time. 
All right, guys, that being said, the Economic Ninja is out.